Hi everyone, welcome back to I've Got a Lot to Say. I'm your host, Madison Bishop, and I'm just here to talk about anything and everything, even though I've got none of it figured out. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. Guys, what a freaking week. Oh, it is currently Monday. Um, I started recording this episode uh, last Thursday, because, you know, I was like, I'm gonna be so ahead and get it all together. Uh, yeah, no. Um, life got a little crazy, a little weird, and that's what I'm gonna talk about this week. Um, it's gonna get interesting. Let me just go ahead and tell you. Uh, so stick around if you want to hear about how I almost maybe ended up in a porno. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so you're probably a little concerned after hearing that. Um, Let me give you a little context before I get into the story. So I'm 21 years old. I just graduated from uh, Kennesaw State University in December. I got my bachelor's degree in public relations, um, which is basically like communications on steroids is how I like to describe it sometimes. And uh, after graduating, I didn't actually have a job. Um, I had gotten a few job offers. They didn't really feel right. They didn't quite fit. So I decided to move back closer to my family, and I have been job hunting in that area ever since. So it's been um, about two months of job hunting, and I've literally only had one interview. Um, So understandably, (laughs) I'm a bit frustrated, and I think that kind of gives you some needed context into this this story and why um, I got into this situation. Okay, let's go back to last Thursday. So I'm sitting down in my living room, literally getting ready to record the first segment of this podcast, and I get an email, and it's from a company that I had just applied for a job at. And it was a PR job, so of course I was really excited. I was like, oh, finally, something like that applies to what I got a degree in. So they email me, and they're like, we want to set up an interview for tomorrow, Um, which I was like, wow, that's really quick, but okay. So I grabbed my phone really quickly because I see the email has been in my inbox for one minute, grab my phone, start texting my friends. And I'm like, oh, guys, I finally got an interview. And then I get a text from a random number that it's a company representative who wants to set up an interview. And so they had emailed me and texted me within five minutes. So I responded to the text message and I was like, yes, great. That sounds awesome. Here's the time I can come in. I go back to my email because I wanted to respond to the first email, cover all my bases here. And there was a second email, literally two emails and a text message within 10 minutes. It just did not, it was so weird. I was like, this is so aggressive. But I kind of ignored it. I was like, well, maybe they're just, you know, really urgently hiring or excited or whatever. I didn't know what it was. Um, So I set up my interview, and then, of course, I'm frantically running around trying to get everything ready for this interview. And the whole time that I'm printing resumes, getting an outfit together, um, trying to figure out where this place is, I just have this weird feeling, this, like, weird underlying feeling that something is off about this whole thing. But as I'm laying in bed later that night, I'm trying to sleep because I've got to get up really early in the morning and drive a bunch the next day. Um, I like this gut feeling does not go away. I'm like, okay, 
what the heck? I don't understand. I can't be this nervous. Um, so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to look some more at their website and stuff and kind of prepare myself for questions that they're going to ask me and what I can ask them about their history, all that great stuff. So I, of course, you know, I'm searching and their website is not great. Um, it's one page. And if you're a public relations company or a marketing company, and you have one page with no client reviews or customer reviews, like that's just immediately off. And that put me off of the company even before I thought anything was really sketchy about it. I was just like, that's so unprofessional. So I'm like, eh, I don't even really know if I want to go through all this effort for a company that I really don't think I want to work at. But I continue looking into the company and literally the only social media of any kind they have is LinkedIn and their website. And those are both kind of just like cover pages. Um, the LinkedIn page, they had no post. They only had bots for followers, so only not real people as followers. There's just nothing there that proves that they're paying any attention to this. So at this point, I'm getting really weirded out um, and concerned that, you know, this is not a good company to work for. Um, so I decided at that point, I was like, I just feel too weird. Um, I had also Googled the place where their office was and looked at the satellite image it was in this rundown area I was like no okay I'm not even gonna risk it like that's not worth it so I was like nah okay I'm not gonna go to the interview so I decided that and at this point I'm invested I'm like I gotta figure out what's going on here because I knew something was weird something was off about this whole thing so I am google deep diving I am like heavy into it. <laughs> I'm sitting in bed. It's like 1130 at this point. And I emailed the company and I was like, I'm not coming. Um, I tried to be professional, but I was kind of freaked out. <laughs> I finally, after like an hour of searching, stumble upon this Reddit thread, which was literally the only thing that existed of this company. No employer reviews, no customer reviews, no client reviews. No, they didn't exist in any business bureau or chamber of commerce nothing okay so I'm like all right no uh-uh uh this reddit thread this guy had an interview scheduled and he was like I'm pretty sure I just got scammed at this interview I went to at this point I'm thinking finally someone has talked about this company somebody even has acknowledged that this company exists so I start reading his reddit thread and he tells about his experience going in for a job interview oh my gosh guys okay so he goes into the interview <clears throat> the really weird part the thing that really freaked me out is he posted a picture of the email he received and it was the exact same email that I had received um, he had gotten it months previous and they had emailed him twice and texted him so exact same situation as me um, so he starts talking about when he went in for the interview he says there were like 10 people to start with standing in this room and they had them fill out on a piece of paper where they most wanted to travel to and what their superpower would be if they had one. And he said, I thought it was super weird, but he said he was kind of distracted because people kept coming in. And he said throughout the whole process, more and more people kept coming into this like one room. And he said by the time he was getting ready to leave, it was standing room only. He couldn't even sit down. There's nowhere to sit. He also said the place was just really run down. It was like two rooms. He thought it was just a weird, really weird situation. And the guy even mentions that some girls came in and immediately left because they were like, this is freaking weird and way too sketchy. 
Anyway, so he says he never even got to the interview portion where he would sit down with somebody to actually interview him. They waited there for like three hours without anyone really speaking to them. Like uh, the CEO would come and take people out of the room and supposedly interview them and then bring them back in. Yeah, it was just he said it was so weird. He didn't know what was going on and he left before he could even get to the interview portion of him being there because he was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to wait for three hours when I had scheduled an interview and there are a hundred other people here. So he just said the whole situation really sketched him out. And later on, he found out that the phone number they had given him for their company actually belonged to just some random guy. And the guy was like, I've been trying to tell this company for months to take my phone number off their website and all of this stuff. And I think basically the guy pursued some legal action or something like that. But at the end of the Reddit thread, the guy who had gone in for the interview was like, it really just looked like the set of a poorly shot porno. And I was like, oh my gosh, did I actually accidentally sign up to be in a porno? Like, is this some weird thing that I don't know about where they post on job websites? I don't know. So yeah, needless to say, I'm very freaked out. I was so weirded out by the whole situation. And of course, I reported them to everyone I knew to report them to, to the job posting site, everything I could do to make sure that if this company is taking advantage of people, like they need to be stopped. But obviously, there's no reason to call the cops. So I just did everything I could do. And I was like, I cannot believe this. I can't even believe this story right now. This is insane. So there you go. That is how I maybe almost accidentally joined the adult entertainment industry. Uh, Yeah, that's been probably the weirdest situation I've found myself in in a really long time. Uh, But let's get into what you guys actually came here for. That's talking about what it's like to graduate from college and move away from the things that have become routine for you over the past four years. Uh, Yeah, let's just get into talking about what's, what's the reality of life after graduation. So I, the thing that I thought was really going to challenge me and I was really going to dislike was moving back in with my parents. <laughs> what has actually been the case is um, I've, I've been finding that the hardest thing is, number one for me, considering I don't have a job, is the lack of routine. But I think even if I did have a job, I would find it a pretty hard adjustment to go from being in school to just not having that like very structured, rigid environment where like you turn in assignments and you get grades. And if you get these grades, then you can go on to the next level. Like it's it's really structured. And um, I heard this quote that I'm going to have to read for you because this person sums it up better than I ever could. So this is from uh, the book The Defining Decade by Meg Jay. I've personally never read it, but I am trying to get my hands on it because this just this quote right here makes me want to read it. So there, this girl is telling this story, and somebody says, In school there was a formula. It was pretty easy to figure out what to do so you'd know where you stand. You'd know you were living up to your potential. Sometimes I think I should just go to graduate school because it would sound better and I could get A's again. I don't know how to get an A in my 20s. I literally, like, I'm so glad somebody said it like that because it's so true. You go from your whole life, literally since you were four years old, you are getting graded on this specific scale and you know the scale. You know, 90 and above is an A, 80 and above is a B. And then all of a sudden, 
after literally like one day, (laughs) your whole structure that you've been used to for 18 years is just gone. It's gone. And of course, at work, you have, um, I guess, like structured reviews. If you work for a good boss, um, they're giving you feedback. But it's never the same as like getting a grade, getting an A on your report card. And so it just has been super hard to adjust to be like, okay, what's the scale here? How do I know that I'm successful or that I'm doing well? And I think what we tend to look to when we don't have that very specific set out syllabus um, is other people. So we're like, okay, well, she's doing this and she's the same age as me. He's making this amount of money and he's the same age as me. So I guess because I'm not doing that, I'm not getting an A. So like they're the A standard and I'm getting a C minus, you know, whatever it is. And I think that's why so many people struggle adjusting to life after college, life after school, really. Um, So many people talk about the post-grad existential crisis, which I was like, nah, not me. I was like, I'm happy. I'm content with my life. I'm even content with the fact that as a 21-year-old, I'm moving back in with my parents, even though I really wasn't at the time. Um, I was like, there's no way. I'm not going to have any problem adjusting to life after graduation. And let me tell you, boy, um, I was wrong. (laughs) There is just this feeling of like lostness sometimes. And I don't think that's just me. I mean, I think that a lot of people can relate to that because, like I said, you've had this structure for 18 years, more, you know, depending on how long you've been in college. Um, You know, if you're taking a victory lap, more power to you. I don't blame you because the thought of that structure being ripped away from you is terrifying. And people don't talk about that enough. People don't talk about the fact that, like, oh, no, college does not prepare you for the real world. Like, internships are helpful, but they don't explain to you what it's like to not have to report to um, a professor, to not have a syllabus week, to not go back to an apartment with roommates who are also working on homework and work on homework together. And just having that whole structure and that whole organization It's so weird. And I think that's why people really struggle after getting out of college. It's just kind of like this weird spiral that you're like, okay, what do I do now? That really, to me, is where the bad part of graduating comes in. You know, you are all of a sudden kind of left to fend for yourself. Um, You kind of just have to figure it out as you go. The good news is, um, number one, you're not alone in that. everybody has those feelings on different levels. That's for sure. Everybody feels that differently, but everybody I think struggles with those feelings of like, okay, well this person is doing this and I haven't been that successful and I'm not getting that promotion yet. Um, I'm not getting that job yet. Uh, I, I feel like I am just falling behind because if it was school, if you were getting a grade on how quickly you got a job after college or how quickly you started making a six-figure salary or whatever else it was, then yeah, you would be falling ha- falling behind. But I think you just have to remind yourself that it's not on a rubric anymore. There is no rubric for life. There's no one way of being successful or happy or quote-unquote, getting an A, um, everybody's A looks different. Everybody's version of happiness and success is different, and I think you just have to learn that. I think that's part of 
part of getting out of college is figuring out that, yeah, my A is not the same A as yours, and your A is not the same A as somebody else's. It's it's all different. I think coming to that realization and that understanding that everybody's A looks different in life has been really helpful for me and um, starting to see the good in graduating from college. Um, that has really been where I've been able to be like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to figure this out. It's going to be, it's going to be fine. Just because I am not on the same path as somebody else does not make my journey less valuable or, um, less successful. Um, yeah. And I think one really great thing about college is it does teach you to adapt. You know, you have to change your schedule completely every five or so months to adjust to new professors and new class times and new work schedules. So don't think that you don't have a strength coming out of college. Um, college teaches you to accept change and kind of roll with it, especially if you're going to get A's in college. I mean, if we're going to go back to that grading scale. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think don't sell yourself short in saying that, like, you're not ready for the change or anything like that, because you are. You've done it for, you know, four years if you're getting close to graduating. You know how it works, and you're going to be totally fine. It's just about starting to understand how um, life works differently and starting to understand that everybody's path is different. Everybody's version of an A in life looks so, so, so different. And don't compare your grading scale to someone else's because they're not going to match up. All right, guys. So I think I'm going to end this episode here um, because that's really all I've got to say about it. (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah. Look at that. Um, (laughs) If you guys liked this week's episode, please let me know. Give me a review or comments on the Instagram page. Um, let me know what you would like me to do differently, anything that you want me to talk about. I would love to hear the feedback, but with all that said, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on next week's episode.